<laughs> What's up guys, welcome to Health Hustle TV. Every week I'm going to be bringing you a guest onto the show to help you guys get fitter, healthier, more energised and ultimately more successful in life. And Derek is a prime example of just that and we're going to take you through his journey, sort of some of the lessons he's learned along the way and uh, just a little bit of wisdom from, it's good, mate. It's from, good. from the man himself. So, first of all on Derek, <clears throat> Derek is one of the best pro natural bodybuilders in the world. So he's competed in the world stage with all the best guys. So for somebody you want to learn from about getting, you know, the perfect body, so to speak. Derek's also a personal trainer and also just about to launch one of the, I don't know, most exciting news gyms in Glasgow, uh, the club gym, Merchant City. March 2000. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more into that later on because that's obviously an exciting part of Derek's life at the moment. But first of all, Derek, why don't you just give us a, a little bit about your sort of background and uh... yeah. So um, I guess I started getting involved in exercise from a really young age. Um, was always really like kind of maybe one of the fastest kids at primary school. I did well at all the kind of sports events. <laughs> Uh, As you do, got, I know the feeling. <laughs> I got involved in athletics from a young age, got into sprinting. I'd done quite well at that. Um, quite enjoyed it, but I got to that kind of age in high school where I don't know, I just lost a wee bit of interest, <laughs> but I still wanted to do something. Um, so I just started to go to the gym every day after school. I had no idea what I was doing, I just walked my way around the gym, like the machine. Chest every day. Chest every day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, then a couple of my mates started going with me because they saw my gains that I was getting. And uh, I then worked up the courage one day to creep into the free weight room. And a couple of the other guys obviously knew I was clueless. <laughs> so they would show me one exercise a day. Uh, and then I just started buying the magazines and, you know, whatever, took it from there. I, I competed my, my first contest after only six months of training. <laughs> only because me and my mate thought um, we would get girls from it. That was the main, that was the main the focus for most young guys, isn't it? The main focus, to be honest, at, at that time. It's not changed dramatically, to be fair. But that was, that was the main thing then. So did that, did a couple of shows. Um, and then after that, <laughs> and then after that, uh, other things took um, kind of priority in my life, with studies, travel, all those sort of things. Always stayed active, always kind of stayed working in the industry. Um, and then it was uh, 2014, the start of the year, I thought I needed, to, I wanted a new goal, and kind of competing again was something that was always in my mind, and I went for it. And, Thankfully, it was a fairly successful year. Aye. It was a clean sweep in the amateurs for me. Won my pro card, competed in America, um, and since then it's been great for me in terms of being able to get sponsors. Um, it's helped my personal training business. Uh, it's I don't know. It's it's kind of like a dream. I think when I was growing up, I always used to look in the magazines going. How cool would it be to be a pro bodybuilder and just eat and train all the time? We just get paid to train. That's, that's kinda, a dream, isn't it? Uh, it's kind of what's happened. I need to still work, obviously. <laughs> Not rich or anything, but uh, I've got all the help I need yeah. in terms of food sponsors, supplements, 
uh, clothing sponsors, all of this stuff. And um, like Adam said at the start, I've got an opportunity, or I'm opening a gym with a group of other guys that I know, um, which is the ultimate for me. So all I really need now is my 9-11. I'm sorted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things as well is that you, you did a bit of travelling in, in the middle there. So you competed yeah. in your first show. You, did you win that? Yeah, I won the first two shows. Yeah. yeah. Did you still compete in all that when you went travelling? or? No, when I travelled... Uh, before I, just before I left travelling, eh, to go travelling to Australia, that's where I went. Um, I was a personal trainer at Fitness First in East School Pride, and at that point, I, I did all I had was training. Aye. All I did Aye. was train and eat, and I was in. I went to Australia looking great, feeling like a beast. Right, Aye. that was my intention. But when I got there, like the first week I was there, it was so hard to break out of this mindset that I was in. Like, I was in this, in Australia, I had all these opportunities, all these new people around me, and all I could think about was, when am I getting my next protein shake, when am I getting my next meal, I better get to the gym, or I'm going to shrink, and uh, it took me about a week, and I, I was just like, you know, what you actually, what do you think about your, you know, you came to the other side of the world, <clears throat> it's what you've always wanted to do, I was like, I need to just relax a wee bit here, mm. I'm not going to be able to stay looking maybe quite at this level all the time yeah. because fair enough it was number one priority for me uh, before I left but now you know I'm here, I've got to travel, I've got to experience things, meet new people, uh, get a job here and experience everything so it has to move down the list and I just can still train maybe three or four times a week. I can't be quite as on top of my diet, like if I want to go to the beach and surf and yeah, yeah, go out yeah, and yeah. I can't just be going, oh, can't can do that and, and calories and my, yeah. when you get a train. And so you just need a bit of perspective and that really helped teach me that because I see a lot of young guys today that they were or they are that version of me mm -hmm. and it's not sustainable. I see all the time, I see people that are coming into the industry and wanting to do shows and you can see, you can tell the ones that are going to burn out. They're not going to yeah, last exactly, unless exactly. they get a healthier perspective and they, they relax <clears throat> things a wee bit. And that's really where I wanted to go with this conversation. And it's something that I've learned as like a pretty hard lesson myself. Derek and I actually competed in the same organisation. So I didn't compete in bodybuilding, but I did men's physique. And on that day, I won my class. He obviously won his show, so it was a good day, good bonding session and all that, we got a hug at the end, and uh, it was at an ex exhibition as well, so we got a lot of attention and stuff out of it, which was great, but back then as well, I placed, I think when you get a lot of recognition for how you look, you start to create a sense of like self-worth attached to how you look, which is not a good thing, no, no. so, um, can you talk a little bit about your experience yeah. like with that? Absolutely, like uh, obviously being so deeply in the fitness industry you kind of see it every day and in the social media aspect of things especially I see guys and girls, uh, sorry as well, that everything they put up is pictures of them being ripped uh, in yeah, shape right, yeah. and in my head I think what are you going to do when, you're, when you don't look like that? Like it's not sustainable <clears> ever. <throat> And I think there comes a point, like, although I'm a pro bodybuilder and everything and I compete at such a high level, like, 
have a lot of perspective on the grand scheme of things and what it is they're doing. You don't want to put your own self-worth on how good your abs look or how big your biceps are. It's ridiculous and it's a bit sad if I'm being brutally honest. Like, if your goal for the year is to look better or get in shape, be healthy, that's an amazing goal. It's one of the best things you can do is exercise and train, but you want to also work in, for me, other things like some of my goals are, you know, like I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people, so I want to keep in touch, like maybe for my mum a bit more often. Right. Uh, I want to read more books. Um, you know, I want to develop other things. I've got other hobbies, like uh, like I really like my red wine, so I'm going to wine tasting courses. I'm doing all these other things, and I think it's pretty important because it can be really consuming when you're in it, and all you're thinking about is your diet and your training and your food, because you're on the clock all the time and. It's okay if you want to get in amazing shape for an event or one short period of time, but long term, like you've got to find a kind of happy medium with it. Yeah. So, what do you, what if you were going to give somebody watching a little bit of advice and they were sitting there not maybe happy with how their body looks, but they want to change it for the positive and they're maybe looking at like pictures of yourself or maybe me or maybe some other guys in the industry that are you know shredded six packs and stuff like that from some photo shoot they've done, yeah. what would you give that person advice-wise and, and maybe how to tailor their expectations from their journey and I suppose looking at it from the perspective that you've been in it and been there and done it? Yeah, I would say um, if someone's looking at just getting in, are you talking about getting into competitions or just, no, suppose just getting into exercise? And, yeah, yeah but I think it goes hand in hand because even when you're just wanting to get in shape, you're still kind of looking at the guys yeah. doing the competitions and that, right? Yeah. Like what I would say is um, if you're looking to get involved in health and fitness and having a better body and feeling better, I think you've got to be seek advice from someone that's got a healthy perspective first, right? That's got a bit of experience, a bit of life experience, uh, a good personal trainer. Um, manage your own expectations and your time. So if you have a family, if you've got kids, if you've got a, a career, and something completely different, then if you can only manage to train three times a week, that's absolutely fine. Don't put pressure on yourself, I better go in the gym six times a week, because that's what Derek does. It's not the same as that, it's just different, it's different circumstances. Um, when it comes to your diet as well, don't try and follow like a stupid nutrition plan that's getting to eat six, seven, eight times a day. You don't need to do that. If you can only eat three good meals a day, do that. Like. You just need to be a bit smart in your choices. Uh, in terms of looking at people that are on stage or competing and stuff like that, or maybe you see a picture of me, of a stage picture of me and I'm shredded and everything, it might look good to you, but I guarantee you, I feel absolutely, I don't feel good. It's not, you need to go pretty deep uh, to get to that kind of level of condition. It's not easy to reach. Um, it does take completely over your life. For me, it benefits my job and my career. It makes sense for me to do it. I'm good at it as well. Um, if I was placing eighth in these contests, there was no way that I would be putting myself through that. I don't mean that in a bad way for people that maybe aren't successful, but for the amount of you know destruction it can potentially cause in your personal life, as well as your, your business and your career, it's, it's not worth it for everybody. Um, 
So I wouldn't say that your goal, if you're getting into it, is to achieve that 5% body fat. If you can reach a level of anywhere between, say, even... If you got to 10-12%, you would look amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing at that level. Um, you feel amazing. You feel, feel strong, right? You'll feel amazing. You'll feel strong. Um, you'll look great in clothes. You'll look great without clothes. There's all just positives to that. When you go into single digits, a lot of that goes. You don't feel strong. You look great naked. Right. <laughs> you don't look good in clothes. Yeah. Uh, sex drives down. Um, your hormones are all over the place. It's not a great feeling, so... That's kind of the advice I would, I would try and give. Yeah, no, perfect. I, I couldn't agree with that more. I was really wanting to hit that sort of nail on the head with, yeah, you look great and you look really strong and you look like you're loving life and you're smiling in photos with your six-pack and stuff like that, but it's really affecting every area of your life because what's coming with it, the diet you have to be on and things like that, it's going to interrupt your sleeping patterns because your hormones are all, all over the place, your sex drive's shot to shit, so... And you touched on that a couple of times actually about attracting kind of like you're doing it to attract sort of the opposite sex if you like. Well that's how it starts for most younger guys and stuff, stuff as Absolutely. well, right? Absolutely, and, and girls as well. Like uh, the gym's like an interesting place when you really analyse it and you Aye. see all these young guys and girls like people are so self-conscious but they're kind of wearing each other and stuff like that. And but on that, on that topic what's interesting as well is that when you're really lean the only attention you're attracting is from other guys. Yeah, it's very true actually. You get a lot of guys that come up to you in the gym and go, Oh mate, you look amazing, you're shredded, you're this, you're that, and like chest puffed out. Women, it, well, in general anyway, I don't, I don't know where we're talking about women. I don't think that it's a look that many women like. No. Even, even women that are in the fitness industry and maybe compete themselves, I think they prefer a guy that's a bit softer. I'm yeah. not saying dad bod soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about that ten to twelve percent guy, the guy that's in shape, that's fit, athletic, looks great in clothes. Um but no not. I don't think seeing loads of veins everywhere and striated muscles is an attractive no. thing. Uh, it's I don't find it particularly attractive in women either. I lot appreciate women that get in amazing shape and step on stage as well. Um, I appreciate it for what it is, but I wouldn't find it attractive to no, that's right, yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, you become a little bit one dimensional as well. Like, women will find sort of, I don't know, I'm generalizing here, not all women, but they'll find yeah, kind of, <laughs> they'll find men attractive, right? They can uh, have a bit of a laugh and a joke, not them take themselves too seriously, you know, make them laugh, make them feel good, are also positive and fun and happy to be around, and have other interests. And their body is like, and it is an extra to like a, a lots of interesting interests I feel like at least that's what I've found with yeah. like my own sort of experience with it but um, bear that in mind and Derek touched on a couple of his other interests you know reading likes drinking wine does like wine tasting courses and things like that so you've got to look at it much like further beyond your body and look at how what you're doing with your body or how your body goals are affecting your lifestyle in lots of other ways um, and on from that, I think you also mentioned when you first started out, you were talking about the other guys and stuff like that in the gym and how you were asking them for advice and different exercises and things like that. How important do you think it is to have like a mentor uh, or a coach? I think it's absolutely crucial. Yeah. I think everybody 
should have someone that they can speak to. It doesn't need to be maybe, well, I don't have a, a personal trainer, but I have people that I can speak to about my diet, about my physique and training, just as a sounding board or someone that you can be a bit accountable to. So if I'm even doing a show, I'll get someone to do my nutrition plan that I can stick to, because if I do it myself, I'll probably change it up a bit. And I've got the same cravings and everything that anyone else does, right? No. <laughs> totally same. Uh, so being accountable to someone's good, but I think just having a bit of guidance and people have got a, a tendency to beat themselves up and give themselves a hard time and put themselves down uh, with how they're getting on in the gym and people just need to hear that they're doing well and people always go, oh, you know, they might have lost two stone and their shape's coming in and, but then they'll be like looking at a picture of someone else and be like, oh, miles away from that and they just need to be reminded how far, how far people, how far you've come Never mind just how far yeah, you right, to yeah. go, enjoy the journey, um, I guess. But I think, uh, yeah, I would recommend that anybody would have someone, whether it's an online coach, a personal trainer, or someone you go and see once a month to get a, a programme, get your measurements done, and just a general chat about how everything is going uh, is really important. Really important, I totally agree. Um, what advice would you give to somebody watching about a general sort of lifestyle to make sure they're making progress with their body but also feeling good and things like that and not letting it get sort of too extreme? I don't know, maybe start with nutrition and then training. Yeah, train. yeah I guess it goes back to if you can get a good mentor to maybe put those sort of things in place in terms of the, the nutrition. Um, in terms of my diet, um, Throughout the week, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's, I'd say 90% of the time, it's pretty good. At the weekend, I like to go out uh, for a nice meal. Uh, I'll have a dessert and, you know, maybe some wine, several bottles. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah. Joking. laughs> uh, but, you know, like, the next yeah. <laughs> but I like to, yeah, I like to kind of have a balance with it, absolutely. Like, if I've worked hard through the week and I've trained hard enough, a diet's been good. I don't mean I'm going to go and just blow it all, but what I mean is I'm going to reward myself. It gives me something to look forward to the weekend. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to try this restaurant this weekend, and mm. I've got this really nice bottle of wine. I'm going to try and get a nice dessert and stuff like that. So I would say to people that make sure your diet's good 80 90% of the time. Uh, you know, if you've got a family or a wife or a kid, anything, don't like sacrifice you know taking them out and doing things with them because of your diet like if you, you want to take them out to Tony Macaroni's or something for a meal take them out and have a pizza with them like yeah, don't you like nice. stress and going oh my macros are blown out the window <laughs> like it, it, you know it doesn't need to be quite as extreme as that but as well within that you know you don't have discipline you don't get results in any area of, of, of life so but what Derek's trying to say is that Within parameters, we saying on a Saturday night, he likes to go out, does his own thing, has some wine, has a pizza or whatever. But for the rest of the time, he's really healthy, eating, I don't know, good whole foods and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all good whole foods. So, you know, all your basic protein foods, uh, you know, chicken, turkey, red meat, fish, basic carbs like um, rice, sweet potato, maybe the odd bagel here and there, <laughs> uh, eggs, bacon. All that kind of stuff, all, obviously all my supplements and things like that. My diet's fairly basic through the week, to be honest. I don't need to make all my food really fancy or anything. As long as I'm getting the stuff that I need in it, I'm yeah. pretty happy. I don't need to have lots of rich food or anything like that. 
Uh, I I'll tell you, I feel much better through the week than I do at the weekend when I eat, when I eat clean like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think when you go out for something to eat, it also gives you a mental break from your diet. It just breaks things up a wee bit for you because it does become quite repetitive and quite monotonous. And at, this, at the same time, just want to add that if I'm doing a show, I'm like 100% dedicated to that. There's not any Saturday night cheat meals or anything like that. I'm, you won't get anyone that's going to be more focused than me. There'll be no stone left unturned. But because I've lived like that throughout the year, when the time comes for more me manageable. to up my game, yeah. I can up my game. I'm not in a position where I'm already kind of peaking, if you like. I'm ready just to like step up a notch. So I think it comes from experience as well, to be honest with you, you know, knowing what I'm like. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, in terms of the training side of things as well, uh, it depends really on what your goals are. But like I mentioned earlier, I think you need to be realistic in terms of how many sessions a week you can you can do. I'll get people come in to me all the time, potential new clients in the last, they'll say, oh, I'll train every day if you want me to, twice a day, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't even do that. Like, yeah. I, but it's easy to do when you come in really motivated and stuff like that. It's, yeah, I totally agree. It is at the start for a short period of time, but it's not sustainable long term. So I always try and say, Look, you can't sustain that. You can sustain four sessions a week. That is realistic for you. We'll sit down, right, after work on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Thursday morning and a Saturday morning, we've decided you have the time to train in those days at that time. And this is what you're going to do each time you're in the gym. Manageable, maintainable. It might take them a wee bit longer doing it that way, but they won't burn out. They won't scunner themselves. They won't get sick of it. It's just gradual progression working towards a goal. That's, that's how to do it. Bang on, nail on the head. Right, Derek, uh, a couple of questions before we, before we leave things. Excited. All right, so I'm going to ask everyone that comes on the show these questions, but first of all, favourite body part? Chest. Chest. Boom. <laughs> I love a good chest as well, must admit. <laughs> uh, okay, favourite exercise? Oh, um. I would say I'm gonna go with lateral raises. Quite like a bit of lateral raises, a bit of you know, silhouette action and a bit of yeah, the old delts. Yeah, quite like a bit of that, yeah. I think because I'm a bit of a lateral uh, I'm a bit of a connoisseur of that exercise. Very <laughs> few people do it right. If you do it my way they'll be using eight kg dumbbells, trust me. Right, I'm on it, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm lifting with twos at the moment, burning out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, favourite book? Right, so I've got a few, but the one I'm going to say is one that I'm just about to finish. It's called Business for Punks, which is written by Sam Watt, who is one of the founders of Brewdog, which is the kind of... Brew? Brewdog. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, and it's, um, it's kind of... It, well, it's beer, basically. Uh, it's really interesting book. He's basically talking about how business has changed, the world's changed, how he's, they've ripped up the rule books and uh, starting again, doing everything their own way um, and breaking free from the whole corporate culture that, that a lot of businesses find themselves in. The guy is talks straight to the point, uh, no bullshit at all, uh, and it's highly motivational as well. So if you're starting out or you're well into business or you just want someone to motivate the hell out of you, read that book. 
See, what's your own that? Is there anything that you can take from maybe your bodybuilding background or anything like that that's actually helped you be more successful in business? Massively. Uh, one of the amazing things about bodybuilding is it breeds such willpower and discipline and resilience. And in business, you need a lot of resilience, as you know. Like, you know, you feel more times and you're going to be successful with things and there's always a knockback and sometimes you think everything's alright and then, boom, something happens and everything's collapsing down on you and you're like, dust yourself off, up you go again. So I think those qualities are, I don't know if I would have them or I'd be the same guy I am today if I yeah. hadn't done those shows when I was like 17, 18, mm -hmm. honestly. Because I remember like, everyone in school was going out and partying and everything like that at the time and I was in eating my chicken breasts. <laughs> but it took a lot of willpower yeah, but it did, to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I look back and think, how the hell did you manage that? Yeah. But I did it and it's, you know, it's worth for me. Yeah. So I think that you'll never know, but getting that at a young age has really helped me. There you go. Training's going to help you in your business life as well. Last question. Favourite meal or favourite food or whatever? Right, there's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. um, gosh, it's hard. Um, I like a lot, I like lots of different types of food, but if I had one last meal to have, I would probably have to go with a big steak or something. Yeah. A really good cut of fillet steak. I think so. I think anything else, if it was my last ever meal I could have, or it was a desert island or something yeah. like that, I think not, you know, I would regret it if I didn't go with something like, like that. Yeah. Go with that. There you go, Mr. Derek Patel. Thanks, guys. Can you tell the audience where they'll be able to find you, find out more about your gym that's opening? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you'll be able to find me on Facebook at Derek Patel Fitness. Uh, I'm on Instagram, um, Derek Patel WNBF uh, Pro, and the gym that we're launching is called the Club Gym, which is going to be in Merchant City, a city centre of Glasgow, and we are launching in the beginning of March should be. Uh, the website is just theclubgym.co.uk, and the Facebook page is just the Club Gym. Okay. Thanks guys, thanks Adam, pleasure mate. Thank you very Enjoy much mate, that, really appreciate that. It's good fun. I'll, uh, I'll take you out for a good steak and a thank you. Alright mate. <laughs> Cheers buddy. Cheers.